0: back to episode six of Movie Babble's Road to the 2021 Oscars. As always, I'm your host, Brennan. I'm here with Nick. Uh, It's a long award season. I think it's been like three weeks since we chatted, but we do have a lot of fun stuff to get into today. So firstly, Nick, how's it going?
1: Brennan, I come to you today with 20 less dollars in my pocket after finally watching The Father, uh, which is, uh, I'm sure, great news for literally everyone on film Twitter who is looking forward to hearing my thoughts on that movie. I've finally
0: seen it, and uh, I'm
1: good. Good movies, depressing, but I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's phenomenal, honestly. And um, so I saw it a while back, but I mean, it, it was just funny. That was the movie this year that everyone was saying was the fake movie, right? Like it was getting all these nominations. I was like, it's it's not even real. Like no one's seeing it. Who's who's seen this? But finally, now people are getting to watch it. Um, audiences are getting to watch it. They're loving it. I think it has the highest IMDb score of all eight nominees by a lot, too. Um, so it's 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 definitely knocking some people on their uh bought there it's a really good movie it's
1: kind of like this year's the wife which is kind of funny because the wife and now the father and i think that movie was also released by sony pictures classics so uh i guess they just need to figure out their uh, awards like structure a little better because i don't know i mean i feel like it might not come up much in these conversations but i feel like the father should be a bigger deal and i feel like like even like an editing or something like that. The editing is amazing in that movie. I feel like it could have been such a bigger contender in so many different categories if it was pushed harder. But yeah, I guess it'll have to
0: stick with being the fake movie this year. (laughs) I agree. And you know what? It's funny because you had some of those late breaking movies like Judas uh, Minari, um, even Nomadland kind of, it had a long festival season, but it kind of came out on Hulu pretty late and in theaters pretty late. So they kind of got that late buzz and kind of soared. But the father's like after the late, like it came out like after those. And like, it's just kind of, it's now riding a new wave, but maybe it's too late for some things. But who knows? I think the love right now for that movie and for Anthony Hopkins's performance is through the roof. It's great to see. And I definitely am excited to just kind of keep seeing more people watch this movie. And it could, who knows, it could land big at the BAFTAs. I think that'd be fitting. I think that'd be really cool to see.
1: Yeah, I definitely think you're right there. And I was thinking about this after um, I watched it because now I've finally watched all of the Best Picture nominees, and this this crop of movies I think is terrific. It's for all the talk about this being like one of the worst years in record for the industry. I, this is one of my favorite Oscar years. I love a lot of these movies. Like if we're going by tried and true letterbox scoring. basically. Basically, everything's above a four except for trial, Chicago Seven, which I've, I've been having my opinions about very clear on this podcast. But um, it just kind of, it's kind of cool. I don't know what's the cause for that. Maybe all of the like typical movies that the Academy likes to uh, nominate uh, just kind of are disappeared and are going to come around this year for the, mm-hmm. the next year of eligibility. But um, I don't know. It reinvigorated me a little bit. I needed to think about that a lot because I know, because it's just, we're, we're in this kind of dead zone between the nominees and the actual award ceremony where, um, I don't know. It was just kind of cool
0: to think about that. I really do like a lot of these movies. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there, there, there's a great crop this year. And while maybe, while maybe the lineup of movies outside of the Oscars isn't super deep, or maybe as you said, there's not a lot of those say Academy favorites, like those studio pushed Oscar Beatty movies. You do have out of these eight, I think a, a ton of phenomenal pictures that, um, we're, just, we're just really good, and a lot of unique movies too, um, it, it, you're, you're missing some of those studio, those bigger studio movies, but we kind of get it supplemented in there with Trial, so it's okay
1: yeah, it's, it's
0: fine, I mean it's not <laughs> fine, but it's fine <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean it's a, good, it's a good lineup, but as you said, it's a long season, finally now it seems to be picking up, so firstly we're going to jump into the PGA Awards, that's the Producers Guild Awards always kind of looked at as probably the most important precursor Weirdly, but it does seem to be because it follows a ranked ballot. Pretty much every other award show is just who gets the most, but the PGA follows the ranked ballot for their winner, as does the Oscars for best picture. So it's definitely something that people were looking at to see if Land would have maybe some people who weren't too high on it, putting it low and maybe causing trial to sneak in there as a lot of people expected. Um, even some people were thinking Minari last minute could make a surge or promising young woman, but for me, it was always between trial and nomad land, and Nomad Land won uh, the PGA award. So for me, that's a huge, huge victory for them. And I think it essentially wraps up this race for me. I don't know about you, but 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 what do you think about that victory for them?
1: Yeah, I was kind of on the the boat of I think Bonari has a chance for a late push here, but uh, yeah it doesn't really seem like that's going to happen at this point because even last year we we all kind of figured 1917 was going to win but we had all these blips of Parasite kind of really taking like they were big at the SAG and they won basically all of these award awards instead of kind of just being scattered or scattered across various um, awards bodies like Minari's awards have been like it was very clear that there was a big love for that for Parasite and I'm not really getting that this year so I don't know if that makes for kind of a boring a boring night because it seems like Nomadland is going to win, but uh, that's what it seems like it's going to be.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think, I mean, we'll get into some of the other categories, but I do think Nomadland is a movie that it doesn't need to win in a bunch of other areas to get the Oscar. So I do think we'll have an interesting night in some of the other categories. I think that'll be pretty fun, um, but we'll see what happens. I think especially with Nomadland is, I think the night might be more interesting than the race because Nomadland isn't a powerhouse movie that wins every award. So you might have people start doubting it throughout the night when it doesn't win a bunch of things, but then it ultimately wins. But we'll see what happens. But you're right. It does seem like a – it's not a, not a super exciting race for best picture, and really this was the last stand for anything else to really – nab something from nomadland i guess you have the baftas next week which will be big but this was just kind of the final blow for a lot of these movies that were maybe going to make that last push um, just kind of reading out some of your previous winners here so 1917 won the pga last year green book won the year before the shape of water won the year before that and then la la land and the big shorts so they line up sometimes obviously that's only two of the last five years they've lined up um, but when i think about it i think that nomadland will be the movie that doesn't win here and it did so, I mean, it, it just seems like the strength of that movie is quite clear. Yeah, you would have thought that the PGA might have gone for something like
1: Trial. That seems like more of a classical best picture pick. But yeah, them going Nomadland here just kind of about does it. So I don't really see any of these making a big case. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. It would have been fun to see Minari. Um, I guess maybe, maybe that's a premature um, viewpoint by me. But um, it, just, it just seems like Nomadland's
0: uh, going to win this. Yeah, certainly. And you know, this is just to note, no My Land is doing something that I never thought it would. It, it's one of the biggest sweeps like in in a long time. So I mean, even last year while Parasite was super strong, um 1917 did do quite well most of the awards season. Um I believe Bong Joon-ho and uh Sam Mendes they tied director of the critics choice, but Sam Mendes essentially won director everywhere until Oscar night. Uh, 1917 like won the BAFTA, they won the Golden Globe. Um, they won uh, here, obviously the PGA. So I, I just, I mean, last year was pretty interesting because it was kind of that parasite coming back type story, but I just don't see that here with anything. And if something did come back and, and uh, take it from Nomadland on Oscar night, it'd be such a weird reversal. Um, Cause this, this is the type of movie that, you would expect to be the one coming back. Like if I think of Land, that seems like the type of movie to come back. Not the one to sweep, but it is sweeping. So I just don't see anything else cracking into that. I mean, this will be the biggest sweep since really Argo. Argo pretty much won everything. Um, it's even bigger than 12 Years a Slave because 12 Years a Slave tied the PGA with Gravity. So this is like just a a massive sweep. And for me, it's crazy to think yeah, eight years or so since a movie has gone on a roll like this but it, it's happening
1: yeah it'll be really interesting to see what this does in terms of just viewership for the awards itself i mean because we're probably headed towards a very like an all-time low uh, viewership for the oscars anyway but i'm wondering if people see no Bad land winning all these awards and kind of being the de facto winner here i wonder if that even just decreases it more so <laughs> I guess our boy Steven Soderbergh has a
0: lot on his plate to make this <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that. I think he'll make it interesting. I think he'll do something different this year. I mean, obviously it's going to be different anyways, COVID, but I do, I do think he'll do something good here. And yeah, you're right. I think it, it's something that is kind of the elephant in the room that, yeah, this is going to be the worst view to Oscars ever, but they're not going to be alone. I think it you across television, overall things are down and you wouldn't expect it with COVID you would expect it to go up, but really it's gone down. I think the super bowl had their worst in 20 years. I think the NBA all-star game was the worst ever. Um, the globe said their worst uh, in a long time or ever uh, the Grammys dropped like 50% from last year. So it's really not like, I think the Oscars would be happy to drop 30%. I think they'd be happy to lose 30% from last year. Um, so it, it, it's a tough thing, but especially with these movies, I love this lineup as, as we've said, but I don't think they're the movies that draw mainstream audiences as much as last several years have. Um, and I think you would agree with me there, but I, I am happy to see these things getting recognized, and I will certainly remember these Oscars for that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad we're having a year like this. Even if the viewers are down, I'm glad we're having a year like this. Cause it's, it, it was a bad year for everyone last year, COVID-19, even into this year still, but I'm, I'm movie wise. I'm, I'm satisfied
1: yeah it's it'll be a noteworthy oscars for a number of reasons some more obvious than others uh, but there are i still think there are a lot of good things here obviously the diversity of all the nominees has been well discussed and i think that's terrific um it's just yeah I've, i think all all these movies are very interesting they're a very they're far more personal obviously because a lot of these bigger budget movies were pushed uh but, and I like that. I think that's for interesting, mm-hmm. personally, those are the movies I identify with more often and return to. Um, so it's, I, I think that there's a lot to like and, and hear. Um, I think there are plenty of silver linings to be found, even though, yeah, it's going to uh, union station Oscars might be a little shaky, but uh, <laughs> we'll see.
0: Yeah. And you know, I mean, the bottom line is, would Paul Racy get nominated any other year? Like that's what you look at this year.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Like that's the interesting thing. That's for me, that's the, the, the thing you look at this year. That's different from the rest. Someone like that in a movie like that, playing in a role like that, very raw, great to see him get in. And you just wouldn't see it any other year. So let's move on from that PGA win. Um, So soul won for animation, very typical. They've matched up now five years in a row, the PGA and the Oscar winner for animator feature. And then my octopus teacher has won best documentary, which changes that race certainly um, Time was one that people were thinking would be the front runner. Um, Even Collective or Crip Camp kind of have a good shot here. But My Octopus Teacher winning at the PGA is a real boost for that film. And I would not be surprised if it now wins on Oscar night.
1: Yeah, this one's, I feel like it's a little tougher, right? Because we only have two of the nominations with Time and My Octopus Teacher. My octopus teacher, but I think it is—it is really interesting. And I actually just caught up with my octopus teacher, which I uh, said to say I don't think is a very good documentary, but um, it does. I feel like it does make sense and why it's doing well because even time is a very harrowing, tough movie to get through. Um, and I haven't seen Collective yet. That's one of the few ones I still want to check out. But that as well seems like a very heavy, heavy movie. And my octopus teacher is just an hour and twenty minutes of this the South African dude becoming friends with an octopus. (laughs) You know, it's super sweet. Um, I guess you can take a few things from just nature and our natural ecosystems from it. Um, And I think that, I mean, it didn't really resonate with me, but it seems like the emotion that the movie uh, goes for is definitely working on a lot of different uh, people. So I think it does have a really good shot. You look at the rest of the nominees in the at the Oscars, and it's definitely the most uh, buzzy of them all. It's the one that's, that has been seen by the most people, definitely. Maybe *Crip Camp* is second to that, um, but yeah, I. It seems like this might become the front runner now.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's tough to go off sometimes because the last two PGA winners weren't even nominated for Oscars, right? Uh, <laughs> *Apollo 11* last year, and then *Won't You Be My Neighbor* the year before very deserving, but they weren't even nominated for Oscars in the end. Um, so it's, it's a weird kind of contrast. The, the documentary branch there, and just everything with the academies is so different from what the rest of the industry looks for sometimes. But this year there was a little bit more lineup there and my octopus teacher winning uh, here at the PGA is to me, I think does put it in a good spot. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's certainly going to be interesting to see what happens. I haven't caught up with any of the five, I don't think. So I do want to try to do that um and they're all pretty accessible i believe right crip camps on netflix octopus teacher netflix and then times on prime and i think um
1: i think Collective is on hulu i think mm. um i don't know if the mole agent is available anywhere i think it's definitely available to rent but um yeah they are pretty available but i still remember when because i had the octopus teacher was my octopus teacher was not on my radar whatsoever. Oh, and, uh, my, my wallet, my mole agent is on Hulu as well. I just looked it up, okay. but, um, it was, yeah, my octopus teacher was not on my radar at all. And then people were going nuts about it. It seemed like it made like waves on like the today show, you know, <laughs> like it, it literally like reached like the most like wide audience as possible. And people were going nuts for this thing when it first came out. So, uh, Maybe I've underestimated it a little bit. I always kind of thought it was going to be either Collective Crip Camp or Time as like the three in this category that were looking really good. But uh, I guess I'm wrong. I
0: don't know. Yeah, I've watched a couple of trailers. And for me, interestingly enough, I think My Octopus Teacher is the one I'd most want to watch if I had to sit down right now and watch one. I just really love the trailer. So uh, I don't know if that says much, but that's a little note. <laughs> I mean, The Octopus
1: is... She's, she's a good girl. She's a great girl. Uh, Really sweet. Um, And she's fun. And then the first few times that it does something you might like giggle or something like that. But it's, it's a really sweet, it's a really sweet story. Um, It's definitely, it's definitely interesting. It's out there. Nothing like I've quite seen before, but uh, yeah, I didn't really I didn't really connect with it, but I appear to be in the vast minority. So
0: (laughs) maybe it's for you. (laughs) Interesting. Um, So yeah, those are the PGAs, nice and short, just those three categories there. Now we'll move on to the bigger one uh, of of kind of the last couple of weeks that we haven't really came to you guys with an episode and that's the SAG awards. So that was just last weekend, uh, this past weekend here. And very important, obviously, I think the voting body on this is like 120,000 huge voting body. Anyone with a SAG card votes, right? And um, I've heard they're very easy to get apparently. So it's a a big voting body. Um, You're trying to get into SAG, Brennan? You want those benefits? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, But yeah, I mean, so so we'll get into this. I think we had some interesting winners here. You had some expected winners, but then you had some very interesting ones. So it it made for an interesting night and it was only one hour at the show. I watched it. It completely flew by. There were a few things I would have changed if I was running it, but I'm not running it. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 wins for Stunt Ensemble. Um, Tenet still getting robbed. It didn't even get nominated, So, but I did want to note that it, it got robbed. But uh, yeah, it's a category that had Trial, had Defy Five Bloods, um, had Mulan. So it's it's something that I'm not surprised about. Yeah, neither am I.
1: Uh,
0: poor Tenet. It's pouring out <laughs> um, i was thinking last second like yeah maybe they go to five Bloods to give them something they've had a rough award season i, I guess not <laughs> but no they didn't um see and wonder woman also in 2017 they won this category as well they won this award as well so it i guess it keeps with history uh, so now what, i wonder what
1: that i wonder what that connection is that's
0: weird yeah it's odd it is um you, mean, you don't like it. you don't leave wonder woman being like man
1: those stunts they're great <laughs> i don't know that's i mean they're, I mean, they're, they're good saying. but they're not like i don't yeah. know
0: they're not what you think of when you watch those movies yeah they're not fighting backwards that's what i've seen yeah. a lot of tweets so like they didn't <laughs> learn how to do fight scenes backwards for this still some of the
1: best behind the scenes footage i've ever seen is that like yeah. brana learning to
0: walk backwards it's one of the funniest things i've seen in my life <laughs> uh that is good that is good uh, so now we'll get into the 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 kind of major ones here because they didn't even televise the stunt category so I guess it's not major um poor stunts so we'll get into supporting actor here Daniel Kaluuya wins as expected um I really was not holding my breath for this one I think this is just happening all season and the different dynamic of the Oscars is obviously Lakeith Stanfield potentially splitting the vote a little but I don't see that happening I think if you like this movie you're gonna vote Kaluuya um and that's probably what's gonna happen
1: yeah, I would, I would have, I would like to see more like widespread acclaim for Judas and other categories, but it it seems like Daniel Kaluuya is going to win this pretty easy. One of the better locks of the night, I think. I don't really see the Keith Stanfield um, like voter split happening very much, I, like this and like Soul winning for best animated film. They just look like they're just really good locks.
0: Yeah, and even I think this is more of a lock than Chadwick now. I do. I think I do too. Chad, yeah. For me, Chadwick's a ninety percent lock, maybe even more. But I think there's that sliver for Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah. For me In personally, med
1: too. It seems like there's a big scent of metal hive out there, even though yeah. they're not really
0: winning. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I do. Yeah, I do see uh, that as well. But certainly, Chadwick's got to be a lock. But there's a sliver. But Kahlua seems like a surefire hundred percenter. So. I really don't see anyone winning there. He gave another good speech. He always does. He's, he's really having a great season. And it came a day after his SNL uh, appearance as well. <laughs> he's just, Dan Kalu is the best. Probably one, like, easily, like, one of the best actors working right now, right? He's just, he's just what a guy. And, I mean, what a good weekend for him. I think we saw he got tapped for the next Jordan Peele movie, horror movie. He's got some other animated ones coming out, right? Uh, Stephen Yeun also, and Kiki Palmer also cast in that so i mean i'm excited i'm ready for that
1: movie i need that injected in my veins right now yeah like
0: this, go. this guy i can't wait um so so that was our supporting actor now supporting actress um i was uh predicting maria bakalova here i just felt like that would be potentially one that uh, an acting branch would maybe like just it's 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 borat too people enjoy that they like it it's funny right but what ended up happening was uh yoo jung yoon won Best Supporting Actress here. And for me, she's the Oscar front runner. And um, her, her reaction was so priceless. It was so, so nice. Um, it, 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 was, it was a really great moment. This category is getting interesting, man.
1: I am fascinated to see what happens here, because um, even though I do love Olivia Colman's work in The Father, now that I've seen it, um, she's probably running fifth in this category. But I think the rest of the four, like that are nominated for um, the Oscar, I all think have a actually like a reasonable shot of winning. Uh, something if we see like a few, I guess this is going to be early in the night when this award's given out, but if we could see some wackiness here because we've kind of seen appreciation for Bakalova, Glenn Close, Menace um, Seafried and Young jong Yoon as well. So uh, I don't know. I guess I might have to go. Young Yoon as well, but um,
0: I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Bakalova could come away with it still. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's for me, Bakalova won the Critics' Choice, right? And that was a really solid win for her. Um, and that's the one that I kind of thought uh, Yoo Jung Yoon would win, maybe the Critics' Choice, but it went Bakalova. And I mean, it's, I mean, Jodie Foster won the Globe, right? Like, what is that? I mean, she didn't even get nominated for the Oscar. That breaks a 45-year streak, Um but this it's, it's a very exciting category. Um, maybe not ex- as exciting as our Best Actress one now, but we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I, for me, it's uh, Yu Yoo Jung Yoon. I think this was a big win for her. I think, obviously, the, the acting branch is the big, biggest voting branch, I believe, at the Oscars. Um, the next hurdle, obviously, is the BAFTAs next week where both these people are nominated. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I know Maria Baklou was nominated at the BAFTAs, I think. Yoo Jung Yoon is as well. I do have to double check that real quick, but um, yeah, that'll be interesting next week to see what happens, especially considering the jury kind of changed up that category a lot. Right. And Olivia Coleman isn't even there. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. I am. I'm interested. Cause I was, we were talking even before we came on here and I'm wondering if like Young Jung Yoon is like the actorly pick, like is the one that, that SAG really likes, but I wonder if Maria Bakalova is the, the non actor branch, uh pick for a lot of these other people like if she's more popular there because it's a it's a really goofy performance obviously it's Borat too. she's going for it she's going crazy and it seems like everyone just really likes her and I'm wondering if there's some sort of like there's some sort of sway to her from other voting bodies I think it's possible I just think it, this is just so weird to
0: me I'm still <laughs> bracing for Glenn Close winning as well so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I have no I, idea. I... I think Glenn Close losing here was the, I wouldn't say nail in the coffin, but she's now fallen into the coffin. Like, I just don't see, <laughs> there's still a shot, but I don't see her winning now. I think <laughs> this was, this is really it. Um, and I mean, I just looked at the BAFTA lineup there and yeah, the only two that are at the Oscars and the BAFTAs are Yu Yoo Jung Yoon and Maria Bakalova. So I, I think it's between them with Glenn Close, potentially with some sort of outside shot really far outside shot for me, but I I do think it's between them and I will go Yoo Jung Yoon. Just, I feel like that's going to be the one award that Minari picks up on Oscar night. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad. I mean, I'm happy with a lot of these nominees. I think Amanda Seyfried was great in bank. Levy Coleman's really great as well in the father and Glenn Close is Glenn close. Uh, And and I think it's a good category though. And Maria Lova I think I love her story this season. I love, uh, just her rise here and winning a Critics' Choice, just landing at all these award shows. When when I watched this movie, I never would have thought in a million years this would happen. And then what was it? Sasha Grancone, I think he tweeted out, like, if Marie Baklova doesn't get nominations this this year, like, you guys are all dumb or something like that. And they're like, okay, okay, Sasha, let's do it. And <laughs> she's just been soaring, right? And it's uh, it's a cool story for sure.
1: One of my favorite things of this awards race has been I've seen a few ads on like, like your Indie wires and your, your varieties and whatnot for like, it's like for your consideration for Borat too. And they make it look like it's this really weepy melodrama, And it's like, it's like Borat is like hugging, uh, uh Maria Bakalova and she has like a single tear coming down her face. It looks like it's like an amazing parody of like the worst, a uh, drama that the <laughs> Academy likes to nominate. It's so funny, but um yeah it's it's really really bizarre i just i keep thinking about how it seemed like her campaign was basically started as a meme and mm-hmm. then somewhere along the way like the irony slipped away and everyone was like no actually we really hope she gets nominated and now we're here and it, it mm-hmm. happened and she might win it's just it's wild to me
0: she was really good too like you, you can't take any oh she's amazing that, yeah it? yeah
1: she's, she's just like it just seemed like when Boat 2 first came out everyone was like oh this is really goofy ha 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 like well like it was really it was meme it was meme fodder you know and then that's not to say like it's a bad movie because i really like it but it seemed like there was a lot of irony about all discussions with the movie um but then it gave way to like actual awards
0: consideration which is i think is great and i mean when when all said and done i think um she, she can be happy. Maria can be happy in the fact that she's the most consistent nominee. She's the only one that's been everywhere. At least uh, everyone else has missed out on at least one show. So I think, I mean, she, she'll take away being the most consistent nominee of this season, right? Just every single show she's been in the lineup. So it's very impressive. So that's her supporting actress. And after that win, I was thinking Minari would potentially surprise for ensemble. We'll get to that in a second, but now on to best actor. So Chadwick Boseman won. I really didn't see anyone else winning here at the SAG awards. I think it's expected here. And the only place he potentially loses is BAFTA next week to Anthony Hopkins, but I still don't think that'll happen. Um, yeah. Chadwick uh, wins again, great performance and uh, another, another good win. Yeah. It seems like, like you said, pretty good luck at this point in this one.
1: I mean, you have all of the not the Oscar nominees here. So it's a pretty, it's, it's very, very predictive in that sense um yeah he's just winning all these and it's great it's it feels good you know because i mean it's such a bummer that he he died and i really miss him and wish i could have you, know, you get the feeling that his best movies were yet to come you know he was really coming into his own as a as a really great uh actor but um it feels like this like it's a great performance that's totally that totally deserves all these awards so it's, it's really nice to see all these things come together it's a
0: really nice story Certainly. Um, no doubt about it. I do think he wins BAFTA next week. I think there's, there's probably like a, Anthony Hopkins probably has a better shot there than he has anywhere else, but I do think uh, he wins there next week. He, he was great. And I, I think he was there and then he goes on to triumph at, on Oscar night with a big award season sweep. I think that that's what we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be a really nice moment. Uh, so now on to best actress. So this is the one that for me was probably the craziest of the night. Um, Looking back on it, I guess it makes a bit more sense just in hindsight, but so we had our nominees here. I think we had Amy Adams snuck into the five here, but it was Amy Adams, obviously Vanessa Kirby, Frances McDormand, Carrie Mulligan, and Viola Davis. And uh, Carrie Mulligan had the gold derby lead. People were predicting her. And, you know, Viola Davis uh, pulled it out. So she gets a win here. I don't know if you've seen her reaction, but I think it's turned into a gift by now. It's hilarious. Um, She just falls out of her seat. I don't think she saw this coming, um, but <laughs> she wins the SAG. And you know what? The the reason I say in hindsight, maybe it makes more sense. Is this is her sixth SAG victory. I think two of them are ensembles, but she has won uh, several for TV. I think this is her. I think she won the ensemble for help, the help, and then I think she has now three individual for film and two individual for TV. Um, but yeah, she she's loved by the by her peers, right? Actors do love her. Her her the industry there loves her and. It's a good performance, it's worthy, and she does win, and that really changes this race big time.
1: Yeah, it's... For the longest time, it just seemed like Frances McDormand was penciled in as the winner, but you kind of got the sense that no one was, like, crazy about it, you know? It seemed like everyone was like, oh, yeah, she's really good in the movie, she's Frances McDormand, she's one of the best actresses of her generation, like, let's put her in. Um, but slowly but surely, it's like the the Promising a Woman hive has grown, and it seems like... The Viola Davis hive for Marini has also grown over time, and obviously we have it here where she wins. So it really seems like it's a three-person race right now, with maybe Andre Day just coming in, swooping out of the rafters and surprising us all, possibly. But uh, I think that makes it more fun because, like the past few years, we've just—I feel like all the acting awards have been decided in like September, like last year. Like, oh yeah, Renee Zellweger, she's Judy came out, no one saw it, but she's going to win and then uh, joker came out and uh joaquin phoenix was the same way like he's going to win we're not going to have any other conversations he's winning uh so it is kind of cool even i mean especially on the on the lady side of it all it's there's just a lot of there's a lot of jostling (laughs) I, I, i i wouldn't
0: i wouldn't bet on any of these you know no certainly it's a very exciting very exciting race and it's 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 one of the best best actress races i think we've really ever seen and so you're you're saying three horse you're saying what uh davis mulligan and with andre day in a far three or or is that i'm saying i'm saying
1: davis mcdormand mulligan and then andre day just way out there just kind of chilling maybe maybe she she comes in but
0: i don't really see her as being much of a as much of a choice here and then let me pitch to you a week from now vanessa kirby wins the bafta what do you do
1: uh, we, I just stopped podcasting. <laughs> I, sh- I shut her movie babble we're
0: done. <laughs> I mean, she's a British actress. Maybe she's overdue with this award season. Um, who knows? But if that happens, we'll see a different winner everywhere. Right. And that puts her into the Oscar race. Certainly. Cause right now I think she's running in five. Um, but if she wins BAFTA next weekend, which, I mean, you look at it, the only two overlapping are Frances McDormand and Vanessa Kirby Oscars and BAFTA. So you don't even have a chance for Ryo Davis to win the BAFTA and, uh, or Kerry Mulligan. So it could happen. I think the BAFTA is between McDormand and Kirby just because they're the only two overlapping ones. So it could it's it's going to be either one of them, in my opinion. And that means we have a different winner everywhere going into a, a crazy Oscar night.
1: Sure, why not? That makes it more fun, right? Because not, we have yeah. no man land penciled in to win. So it seems like... Where all the drum will be and be all these other categories. So I think it's cool. Like it's just like it was just so boring. Like even like the parasite thing was so amazing, but even just like it was it wasn't it was not even a discussion. It was René Zellweger's winning and Joaquin Phoenix is winning. And I like both those. I like both those actors, but it just wasn't it just wasn't very fun to talk about. You know? Yeah, it
0: was. It was all four last year that matched up the entire season, right? Brad Pitt, yeah. swept everywhere. That too, yeah, and Laura Dern. And Lord Iron, yeah. Even despite, I mean, Lord Dern was even more penciled than, than Brad Pitt. But even Brad Pitt, despite, I mean, Pesci had like a bit of a push when that came out, but then it died really quick, and Pitt won everything. So I mean, all four, right? So this year to see, um, especially as you said on the ladies' side here, just a lot of different winners. I think we've we've seen a different winner now for both categories everywhere, almost. Yeah, yeah, we have. So it's it's exciting, right? It's um, we've had Day at the Globes and Pike at the Globes for the comedy and drama. And then, um, Carrie Mulligan critics choice and Alva Davis SAG. I mean, it's, it's awesome. And if I had a bet between McDormand or Kirby for the BAFTA next week, I don't really know. I, I really don't know. I think, I mean, you got to pull up some of the other nominees here, but I mean, Alfred Woodard's there, right. For Clements yet. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Rada blank. I don't see that happening. Um, we have the lead uh, actress in rocks. There, I, I don't see these movies winning the BAFTA, right? I don't I I don't feel like they're as widely watched as um Nomad Land and Pieces of a Woman. So I, I just think it's between those two next week, and it just sets up a, a crazy Oscar night for that category.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, it's just I Vanessa Curry's really good in that movie, but it's I feel like the same with um Andre Day and the United States versus Billy Holiday. Like the movie, the movie itself just isn't very good. I I mean I guess I'd recommend Pieces of a Woman, but it's just I it's just it's just not very well put together in my mind. So I think that's been like the biggest deterrent to her, but um <laughs> it would be great. I just want chaos to rain down.
0: Now that yeah. I think about it, why not? Yeah, and I mean if if it is if it is Kirby, I think it's a five-way race because McDormick could always win with the nomad land love, right? But who knows? I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Um so I'll move on to ensemble now and we had the five bloods one night miami minari trial and uh, ma rainey you know ensemble was like the weirdest roller coaster because going into it i had trial i think it's the big cast it's the obvious choice it's what you'd expect but then you had yu jung yun win supporting actor so i'm like oh minari might actually sneak in here then you had not only chadwick but viola davis as well i was thinking maybe ma rainey's gonna sneak in here and win three uh, SAG Awards, but it ended up being Trial, at the Chicago Seven. Um, so, congrats, Trial, for having the biggest cast.
1: Yeah. How does that work? You gave two. You gave, you gave two awards to the same movie, and then you don't give them the ensemble. I guess. How do they figure that? It's just
0: the. Is it just biggest cast? I don't know. You no. Know, if I'm a voter, I wouldn't vote for Trial, but I, I would vote for <laughs> the Five Bloods personally, but or Minari, but. I think when you get that sheet and you look at the names, because I saw the nominees and I saw the names, and I think Minari had like six names. I think like when well, night I had like six. Uh, Marini had like six or seven. The five votes had like eight or nine. And then Trial had like 15. I feel like it's overwhelming on the paper when you see that potentially. Maybe that plays into it. Um, but yeah, so Trial wins here. I don't think personally it's a sign of life. I think it's something that all season was probably the obvious choice. So I don't think this is a reinvigoration for trial to go on a win best picture. I won't, uh, I won't speak too soon, obviously, but I I just don't see it being this big comeback story off a SAG ensemble win.
1: Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, you have Michael Keaton showing up for like four minutes in that movie. That's wild, wild stuff. Um, yeah, I, I don't really see it either. It's I guess good for all those people. I like all the people in this movie. Um, except for, so uh, uh, <laughs> except for <Edward> performance. <laughs> <You knew> it remains, you know, it, yeah. Like he's like, I'm sorry. He's not good in that movie. It's, it's fine. We're, we're here. Um, but, um, yeah, good, good for all those people. They do, they're They're great stuff. Proud of uh,
0: them. one thing I did want to quickly shout out, there was a tweet I saw from Matt Neglia over at next best picture. Um, and he tweeted out, uh, Michael Keaton could be like the, um, secret like special ingredient to getting your oscar because what we have we had birdman and spotlight win best picture after winning seg ensembles and now we have trial sneaking in there i don't know (laughs) Uh, we'll see but but very different movies those two obviously than trial it hasn't really been winning all season and this is like the there's like the only time it's really had a big win right like it won they won screenplay at golden globes that's it Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, listen, everything's
1: better with Michael Keaton, so that logic tracks in my mind. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's probably not going to win. This is I think you're right, where it's like the amount of famous people in this movie is very overwhelming, and it seems like SAG, they kind of shift towards like fairly famous people who are giving showy but also still really like solid performances so um i feel like that in that case this makes a lot of sense but
0: yeah it doesn't feel like a parasite win right parasite won ensemble last year and that felt big it just felt like there was now this industry the industry does have a wide love for this movie it just doesn't feel the same i think like all season we expected this whereas parasite was kind of like a a movie that jumped in at the last second to win sag so yeah just it for me it just doesn't seem like it but uh, those are your sag awards any big takeaways from you
1: Um, I do think we're headed towards kind of what we said at the top where it's going to be a very diverse list of winners from all the different, like just all these different movies. I mean, I'd be surprised if any movie took home more than like four wins in any of the categories. I really think it's going to be spread around and like Nomadland will probably get director and picture at the end. But I think a lot of these will get at least one win, except for maybe like Mank no one seems to like mank anymore i feel like i'm the only person who likes that movie <laughs> I, think, I think mank takes production design and that's
0: it so one to ten in yeah. my opinion
1: so um i think there's a really good chance I, I think that's kind of cool honestly i think like we've the academy has been moving towards that in the past few years i think that's neat because it's also just boring when like La Land wins 10 times or whatever how many times it won um Because I mean, I really like I like that movie, but it's also just like there was clearly better work in other movies and things. So it is cool when they kind of spread it, spread the wealth around. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a few weird ones. I'd love to talk about um, just something just off
0: the wall happening, but um, we'll see. It could happen, certainly. Um, It could happen for sure. So I'm looking forward to it. So before we do wrap up. We'll shoot out kind of what we got coming up. So we got the DGAs and the BAFTAs next weekend. So that's big. So we'll have a show on that. Uh, the Directors Guild, obviously, that's on the Saturday. Then the British Academy on the Sunday. If Chloe Zhao wins the DGA, which she's been winning director awards everywhere, that for me moves to another one of those like Seoul or Kaluuya type categories where it's just a complete lock. And then obviously Chadwick winning the BAFTA would put me there as well. So I'm I'm excited for that. And then we got the Oscars on the 25th. So finally, the season's starting to go and we've got three weeks left and we're all done. Right. It's just it feels like it's been forever.
1: And it's already April. And then we're going to talk about um, like the next big the first big Oscar like announcement with some big movie that comes out in the summer. It's turning into
0: too much work yeah i might be done after this it's busy (laughs) yeah we gotta take a little hiatus but yeah so that's what we got going uh anyway so thanks a lot for coming on another great episode um and we'll be back super soon um but yeah thanks again nick for coming on pleasure as always certainly you can check out our content obviously on moviebabble.com we got the uh twitter instagram facebook youtube we got it all so definitely check that out and we'll be back next week talking more awards